0: And when you're up 3-0 like Mike Malone and the Nuggets are, you can throw a little shade like he just did there. About 18 minutes till tip-off game four. Lakers down 3-0, but three-and-a-half point favorites. Totals moved just just slightly down to 225-and-a-half now, Ryan. So a little closer to what you want. There you go. You feel feel better about it now. Yeah, radio in my people,
1: uh, Big Dom out in Las Vegas, and I told them four more units on the under. We're going down fighting with LeBron James, and I think that that correlates. Don't you shake your head at me, Trista. I think the under correlates to the Lakers winning this game. Now, I do have some bad news. Our good friend John Ewing, who does data and PR over with BetMGM, the king of sports books, he did tweet out that 99% of the bets, 99% of the money are all on LeBron James over 25.5 points tonight. But you know what? Hey, the public wins sometimes too. And, oh, no, 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 I'm sorry, um, all on Jokic tonight. But the most bet props. Yeah. LeBron's points and Jokic's props, both which I'm on tonight. So what could go wrong?
2: Nothing. Nothing could. I'm. Uh, like you it, literally triple down and quadruple down on the under, even though it had gone up?
1: No, Big Dom did it for me. No, I was kidding about that. I was just glad to see the uh, market go back down. No, I'm really small on everything. Now, luckily for me, uh, looks like everything's kind of coming back around for me. My baseball bets Looking a little bit better than yesterday when I went a whopping 0 for 6 in Major League Baseball. Right now, my Tampa Bay Rays are up 5 to 2, and right now my Houston Astros up 2 to 1 on the Brewers, and we're going to the bottom of the third. So we just got to have that lead going into the six, and we'll feel pretty good about it. Then who knows? Maybe we'll play around and find a way to back the uh, Mariners against the A's tonight, who have a whopping 10 wins this season.
0: LeBron James, in his last 10 elimination games, averaging almost 36 points a game. His totals 24.5 at BetMGM. So this, again, this, it's really, it, it has to come down to LeBron James taking over this game. We, we, we've seen the flashes of Anthony Davis, but it's still, it's not to the level of Jason Tatum, but the zigzag is still there. You don't know what you're going to get game in and game out from Anthony Davis. And some of it is Mike Malone making his own counter adjustments in the game to force Anthony Davis to not be hidden by uh, uh, Aaron Gordon when he's camping out in the corner the whole time. And they've made it so it's it's a little bit more difficult because, like he said, we know what they're doing to with Jokic. We've seen this before, and I'm going to have my own things to counter with, and that's exactly what he's done. Yeah, he's been great, and he's also a great quote. And uh, I just – I love
1: him, man. He's a fiery head coach. Uh, not as good as Eric Spoelstra, obviously, but I just love this version that we've seen from him here in the postseason where – you know, after Game 1 when we were all talking about the Rui adjustment where, uh, you know, he picked up Jokic at half court for, what, six to six possessions, I believe, in Game 1. He's like, yeah, well, I guess the series is over now that they made that little minor adjustment. And then he had his own adjustments. And really, like, they don't even need adjustments in this series, to be honest with you guys. Because I said this before Game 1. My favorite bet was Jamal Murray, Western Conference Final MVP. Jokic is the best player yeah. on the floor. Yeah. But Jamal Murray's the reason that the Nuggets are most likely going to go to the finals. They have no answer for him. He's been cooking, and people forgot how great this guy is. Uh, You know, getting off his own shot, facilitating. And that's the reason why they're here. So, I mean, Jokic has been great, but Jamal Murray's been the best player in the series, in my opinion.
2: Jamal Murray's going to be All-NBA and and an All-Star next year. That's just what it's going to be. The regular season is not where stars come to play, but I think if you're looking at him and you're saying, okay, like, what has he not accomplished that he should? I think it's very clear Jamal Murray is an All-Star. Like, there's plenty of guys who are All-Stars who are not as good as him.
0: Well, yeah. i say this. The playoffs might not be where All-Stars come to play either for some of them, like Jason Tatum. So, you know, there's that opposite side of it. But Jamal Murray just finally seeing him healthy again. It's just – it's changed everything for this team. And that was always the conversation. And they just get him healthy. This team's going to look different. The Lakers are also changing their lineup, too. D'Angelo Russell, Jared Vanderbilt coming off the bench. Dennis Schroeder, Austin Reeves, Rui Hachimura, LeBron, and uh, Anthony Davis are starting. So now D'Angelo Russell's points still at 10.5, but it's plus 110 to the over, minus 145 to the under, because he's just been awful in this series. I love that
1: look already, man, and I love now that he's coming off the bench. Like, the only problem is he may not get any run tonight. Hopefully he gets, like, five to eight minutes and you cash that prop easily. Because I have the Lakers, and I can't have him shoot them out of this game. And I just have no faith in him. Doesn't seem like they do either. And he's giving you nothing on the defensive end, nothing on the offensive end. If he's not hitting shots, he has no business being on that floor. The only concern I'd have for the prop is he was one for eight from three. Uh, So I would just worry that maybe he doesn't even get any run whatsoever. Maybe LeBron's benched him.
2: Yeah, I mean, D'Angelo Russell, when he hits shots, he's really good. But listen, man this might end up being sort of the bane for him and his future with the team too, right? Yeah. Like he's struggling this entire series. He wants to get paid. His extension is coming. And like Darvin Ham was like, sometimes the greatest adjustment is to just play harder just play better. Like that's that's such an easy thing to say until you continue to get punched in the mouth and you just wither away like, you know, the T like that's what Russell did when he played for Minnesota, too. Just not a guy you can trust. Yeah.
0: Yeah, there was a point for a while after they made all those trades. I went, Oh, D'Angelo Russell may be in a good spot, right? Like you're not going to get much defensively from him, but you get the playmaking, you get the scoring. They needed the three point shooting, but you can't disappear in the playoffs right this. And Brian Winhorse is out there talking about the possibility of the Lakers going after Kyrie. Apparently they still want to keep Rui and they still want still want to keep Austin Reeves. Uh, At this point now, you're evaluating players. Like, I get it. There's always a a slim chance that history's made and you come back from being down 3-0. I'm not betting it. I don't think that's happening. So it becomes now more about, okay, who goes out and shows heart in this game? I think Austin Reeves is one of those guys. That's why I like the uh, over 26.5 PRA for him. Rui's played well at home. He's been their best player really off the bench, and he scored relatively consistently. So there's a chance that he goes out and has a good game tonight knowing that he's in a contract year himself. And sometimes that's just what it – you kind of have to look at it in a game like this. It's like, who has something still on the line? I I just kind of like, I look at those guys and say, they've got more to prove. So that's kind of where you capitalize on it. D'Angelo Russell's been an absolute mess. Yeah, and I never liked that pickup. I mean, good regular season pickup, I guess, because
1: let's be honest, though. I mean, they needed shooters. They needed a guy that could create his own shot. That's why they went out and got a guy like Michael Beasley, who was unplayable. I'm sorry, Malik Beasley. It'd be great if they had Michael Beasley. Malik Beasley, a guy that's unplayable in the playoffs, because they needed shooters. Like that's how you win with LeBron James and Anthony Davis, especially at this stage of LeBron's career. You have to surround him with shooters. And I know it sounds great, and Austin Reeves definitely deserves to get paid. He's been, I mean, he's been like the highlight of this series in the playoffs for the Lakers. But I just don't know how you keep him, you keep Rui. And you bring it – I don't think it's possible, right, Trista? And then you make a deal for Kyrie, and I do think that that happens. I predicted this last year. I wish there was a betting market for that. I just know that they're going to be together again, especially if LeBron gets swept tonight or he gets gentlemen swept in five to this Denver Nuggets team. He can't go out like that. You know, especially after last year, not that they're – I mean, LeBron's older than Curry, but Curry got that ring. You know what I mean? And Clay got that ring, like Draymond, they got that one. I feel like LeBron's going to want one more before his career is just about – Hey, I'm going to play with Bronny and then hang it up and make movies. I feel like he wants at least one more title and I feel like next year's probably his best shot. So I do think they somehow land Kyrie. I don't know how they make it work financially and keep all those guys though.
2: According to what people are say, saying right now is that the Mavs and and Kyrie already have a handshake deal for a max deal, for a max contract. Yeah. So I don't know what the Lakers are going to do. We know that they want to keep Rui and you can't keep Rui if you get Kyrie. And you certainly can't have Austin Reeves and Rui and Kyrie if you can't even have Rui and Kyrie. So I mean, what you're gonna see is essentially the lack of depth that the Phoenix Suns had and two players, right? So you have to get rid of two guys or or at least like let two guys walk who have been very important in this title run. Like to, to you guys, let me pose it to you this way. Do you think adding Kyrie and subtracting Rui and Austin Reeves that they would be to this point that they're in right now.
1: Yes. I think they would probably, and I don't think they'd be down three 0 I think you'd get a motivated Kyrie. And I think, so we keep AD and LeBron. Oh yeah. Yeah. I think that team wins a championship. I, I think we forget I how I, good Kyrie is as a closer when he's motivated and he wants to be somewhere. I
0: mean, you, you say that, but we've watched Kyrie essentially fail everywhere he's gone, except when he's played with LeBron. So that gives me at least the thought of, okay, maybe it clicks with LeBron, but, Kyrie doesn't make teams better. And the one thing the Lakers have had with this roster they currently have is a little more depth and guys that do fit different roles. That's a ball-dominant player in Kyrie. AD needs the ball. LeBron needs the ball. I know LeBron's kind of altered his game, and he can alter with wherever the the series and the game dictates and the players around him and all that. That's what makes him one of the greatest players, if not the greatest player ever. That's not a conversation for today. But I just don't – maybe I'm just out on Kyrie because I've seen enough to say that it's like watching Russell Westbrook. Just go. They don't make players around them. They don't make teams better. I just don't think that this is a better team. If they let Austin Reeves and D'Angelo Russell go, and D'Angelo Russell at this point, if he goes, fine. Like He hasn't done enough to, to really warrant a big deal from the Lakers, what we've seen in this series. But I'd rather have oh, Austin God. Reeves and try to find other players that can fill that position over Kyrie because Kyrie yeah. can be – I mean, he just – he sucks the ball. Austin really quick, Reeves. the one thing – just Sorry, one but, thing, though, really quick
1: on Kyrie. I'm not here to defend Kyrie. I'm not, like, the Kyrie defender. But I will say, okay, Boston, that team was really young. He wasn't a leader, even though he said he wanted to be. Gordon Hayward gets injured on opening night. We never really got to see that team. And Tatum was 19. He really was 19 then. Um, in Brooklyn, <laughs> they probably, you guys, they probably win the finals. I know Bucks fans, like, don't kill me for this. But if Giannis doesn't take Kyrie out, they had no answer for Kyrie in that series. That was probably over. So that's the only thing I'm gonna say, like, to defend Kyrie is I think he could have got it done. He's just had really bad luck with injuries, and like he's just kind of like quit on teams. Let's be honest. Sorry, Tristan. Well,
2: here's what I'll say too. It's like we saw what Phoenix, how the folly of Phoenix was with just Devin Booker, Kevin Durant, and whatever Chris Paul, even though Chris Paul got injured. The, the thing is, like, you just need more. You need wings who can do their job, and I think that's what Austin Reeves and Rui does. I think it's easier to find a guard who, that plays better defensively and gives you some more co- consistency offensively than D'Angelo Russell. So I'm not going that direction, but and maybe you find it in some other form or fashion with a trade or something or free agency. But, like, maybe you try to go out and get DeMar DeRozan. I don't know what you're going to try to do, like, with the calf and all that. But yeah. I think Rui and and Austin Reeves as versatile wings help your team more than a guard like Kyrie does. Because, one, Kyrie's up and down. But, two, that just position isn't very important in today's league, right? Like, you win from wing play. And Jamal Murray's yeah, awesome. True. But, like, they're not winning without, you know, the big man that is Jokic who's transcendent, right? It's a, it's a big man's like a versatile big man's league, and LeBron's that. But I don't think Kyrie helps them to get any further. I think they actually get bounced uh, probably maybe to Memphis, maybe to the Warriors. I don't know. I don't think they're they're in this as far as they went with. Like, we've seen Rui just go crazy.
0: You know, you, you mentioned wing play look at what Michael Porter Jr. has done for the Nuggets. I mean, Jamal Murray is what he is. We know he's going to get you buckets. We know that he can score, but you have that extra dimension with Michael Porter Jr. And that's why when I looked at the Nuggets and said, this is a team that they're healthy beginning of the season. That was like a sleeper team for me to come out of the West, feel good about it. But like, that's long past that point. It's not like I was going out on a huge limb here, but it wasn't just because of Jamal Murray. It's because of what you have on the perimeter with Michael Porter Jr., but also what he can do. He can go get you rebounds. Look, he's not a double-double guy every single night. I bet him to get a double-double again tonight in this game he's had two out of in three games this series there's a possibility there but he adds another dimension and you gotta have big stretch fours or even just threes that are long that can shoot that can play on the outside that can defend the perimeter a little bit most importantly score because it's the nba today and that's what it is wing play is massively important and that's one of the big advantages that denver has with mpj out there
1: Agree, man. Like
0: the Warriors. And I mean, I know he could be a stretch four at times, too. And
1: hell, they had him playing at the five. But like Wiggins, I don't think the Warriors win in the finals against Boston last year. I know they don't. I mean, the way that he locked up Tatum, what he did offensively. Yeah, Steph and, you know, Steph was great. Steph was awesome. He was the finals MVP uh, for a reason. And, you know, Clay was fine, but they needed that. So, but, but what I'm saying is I don't think it would just be Kyrie and I don't know how they will make it work financially. Who knows? Maybe Melo comes out of retirement, but LeBron always finds <laughs> a way. I just, those two together, I'm betting them to win a championship. But also like what I'm learning about the league guys is like, I know nothing anymore. Cause back in the day, it was the super teams. It was the star players. It was Jordan and Pippen, Elijah Juan and Drexler. You know, it was the splash brothers. It was LeBron and whatever pair he wanted to pair himself with now. Like, good basketball teams are advancing in the playoffs and winning again. Like a couple of years ago, I was shocked when Orlando beat LeBron James because LeBron was the best player, but it was like Dwight Howard and a bunch of system players. I was shocked that the Detroit Pistons swept the Lakers and just like abused them in that series because it was Shaq and Kobe against Ben Wallace and, you know, Prince and Rip Hamilton and Chauncey Billups, who mm-hmm. was on a second or third team. But who knows? Maybe that's the way that the league's heading again.
2: Yeah, I think that's I think that's right. I think what we're seeing is exactly that, which is, you know, more well balanced, comprehensive teams versus stars with no depth, that's the way you win now.
0: Yeah. And I'd prefer that. I think most NBA fans would prefer to see that. Look, the drama's fun and the trade demands to a point, but then it just gets old after a while and you get you get tired of it. And seeing right now watching a Denver Nuggets team that's built for the most part around players they drafted, you find the talent. Then you add other pieces with it, it grows together. The Warriors did that. The Nuggets are doing that now. Heat kind of did that. So there's, it's a much better league if that's the case. All right, change my mind Monday next. It's Bet MGM tonight.